0: Love talk Radio. Love we'll Sisters, the show that features six and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at twelve New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of the professional black woman, showcased the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardness.
1: Well, hello.
2: And welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the professional black woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six and seven figure earning women of color. And our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire and encourage the listener. And second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, and just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live. And today is January 20, excuse me, January 10, 2011. And we're on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. I want to say Happy New Year to you. How long can we say that? Can I stretch it out throughout the year? I mean, what is the cutoff that we should not say Happy New Year anymore? But, yeah, I, I want to keep saying that because I am so excited about your future, as I hope you are as well. You know, we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays, 12 noon Eastern, so spread the word, and you can always catch our awesome archives. Uh, you can go to www.wealthysisters.com com, and you can catch all of our shows there. Now, I have a question for you today. I want to know, since we're talking about this is the new year, what have you declared for yourself to be so this year? I mean, what is 2011 going to look like for you? Are you going to do something different? Are you going to do something that you've always dreamt of or wanted to do? Well, are you allowing fear of the unknown, and that's major, the unknown, the possibilities of what could happen, what might happen, and what if this and what if it doesn't, are you allowing that to stop you literally in your tracks? Well, today's show, Wealthy Sister, is more than qualified. She's here to help you with that. Miss Laverne Beatty, who is humble, and her beginnings were humble have kept her grounded and in touch and in tune. So I
3: need you right
2: now to go and spread the word. Please call, text, email, tweet. Let everybody know on Facebook that we have an awesome show for you today. You can dial 347-838-9278. Again, that's 347-838-9278. As always, you can tune in live or our i. Archives, archives at www.wealthysisters that's s i s t a s. dot com and catch us. You can also follow us on Twitter. Wealthy Sisters is there. Deborah Hartnett on Facebook. We are all over. We want to connect with you. Now let's learn more about this dynamic individual we have on our show today. Miss Laverne Beatty, an MBA, is a business strategist and executive coach. With the Baby Group, a business consulting and leadership development firm. For the past 25 years, she has partnered with business leaders to deliver tangible, Keyword: if you've got your pen and your paper, which I hope that you do, because our shows are here to inspire, encourage, and also to give you practical wisdom. I want you to write down that word, tangible results. In the most challenging circumstances, Laverne works with business owners and organizational leaders across diverse industries to maximize their potential. Her clients rave about her high business acumen, ability to build strong client relationships, and commitment to helping them achieve the results that exceed their expectations. From strategic planning and execution to branding, LaFern is committed to helping business clarify, plan, and achieve optimal success. So after we come back from this short break, we are going to hear from none other than the dynamic, awesome Ms. LaFern Beatty, who happens to be, as we're proud to say, happens to be one of the featured speakers at the Winter Summit Conference and Expo 2011 in March. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break.
0: This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Thermal Co-Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Business leaders, are you ready to
3: soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, The Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at TheBaityGroup.com. That's T H E B A T I E group.com. Or call The Beatty Group at 877 264
2: 7699. Good afternoon. We are live. Always to be on the line with wealthy sisters of Deborah Hartnett. Your host and our very, very special to guest today is Miss LaFerre of
1: which you just heard of.
2: the line today, the dynamic Laverne Baby. I can't say that enough. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters, my sister. How are well, you
3: today? Good morning. Thank you. It is a pleasure being here and I am doing very well. I know that you are. I tell you, I remember the first time
2: um, we had an opportunity to just share. uh, You are a member of the Professional Black Woman, and, and I like to say that with my chest stuck out if I could because, you know, it shows the caliber of dynamic individuals that we have within our organization. And I remember we did a feature call of business owners, and you were on there. And I tell you, that was the first time I had an opportunity to hear you
3: speaking. I was floored. So we're excited about this show today. Well, I am excited about being here, and I thank you. I appreciate it. I am always humbled. I come with no expectations that anyone will ever invite me, but you know what? I'm here, and I will do what I do.
2: Yes, yes. Well, we have a lot going on, a lot of major connections that are happening, and we're excited that we will be able to announce some things at the end of the show, some things that uh, we've been able to accomplish just within the past week or so. And and you are one of the featured speakers uh, at the Winter Summit Conference and Expo, so we definitely want to talk about that today as well. But I always like just to take the time in the beginning of the show for our listeners to just really get to know who Laverne Beatty is. You know, what went into making the person that we see today, you know, in the old school saying is she's from good stock. Tell us a little bit about that stock. (laughs) Wow, you know,
3: I owe so much to that stock. I come from a family of business owners, um, four generations of entrepreneurs, uh, Mm -hmm. many of them out of necessity. It wasn't a dream or a vision that they necessarily had. But Mm -hmm. growing up in Maryland, I was surrounded by a community of people who did what they had to do uh, to be able to provide services and resources to the people who live right around them, who might not be able to go into the mainstream uh, market and get what they needed, And that's where I I learned my first lessons around business and branding and leadership. I am the youngest of six, so I am accustomed to – having to battle, folks, for my position and, and my, my <laughs> rightful spot. the baby, spot now. We can't call that, you I, that right? The youngest. <laughs> i say I'm the youngest, but I think the one next to me is the baby. <laughs> but I'll, I'll share this little piece. In my office, I have a, a photo that was taken in 1978, And I walked into an art gallery and saw this photo and immediately knew what it was. And it's a photo of the the church that my grandmother, my father's mother, um, was the mother of. And I look Mm -hmm. at what that represented because the land that it sits on, um, is a parcel of land in an area where very few people were owning land at those at that time. And if mm-hmm. you're on your way, if you are in the Maryland area and you're on your way to the, the coast to the Ocean City beaches and you look off to the right-hand side right before you get there, that land now uh, contains multi-million dollar properties and a harbor. But many years ago, my grandmother was one of the first business owners and property owners there and so i think about my experiences at the feet of women and men such as her and i think that really is what shapes me um i i I live what i believe and so this business is just a manifestation of that well, you know, uh,
2: there are a lot of our listeners who tuned in that say, you know, well, that's great. You have that foundation. It's always interesting to learn that you came from, you know, a, a business or entrepreneur background. What do you say to those who did not have that uh, that sight or that insight to see those who were self-employed in their family?
3: We have, in this day and age, something that those generations of men and women didn't have. Mm -hmm. We have access to information like we've never Mm. had it before. Mm. There is no reason, if, if there's a library in your community and there's a computer there and you can access that computer, even free classes to help you get information or learn how to maximize the information that you get, there are programs, business development programs. My grandmother didn't have a business coach. <laughs> she okay. didn't have she didn't have a four one k to pull her money out of if things got tight. She didn't have tremendous savings. We did not come from a background of wealth. These folks ran businesses before we even thought about entrepreneurship being something hot and new. But we have in this time access to such a wealth of information. And we have people who are right around us. If we would simply Mm -hmm. step out and ask for assistance, -hmm. ask Mm -hmm. for um, guidance, and and that's something that I've learned in building a business is so critical, being able to humble myself and ask for what I need Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then do something with it.
2: And okay, and execute it. Take action That's with right. it because, That's right. you know, it it is it is often a challenge to ask, and uh, especially if you are independent. I mean, a person. I know I, I am very uh, transparent on the show, and I deal <laughs> with, you know, those asking the right questions, and that can uh, be a challenge for you to
0: to have that
2: maximum success. What are some of the other top challenges that you think? Uh, as business leaders and entrepreneurs that perhaps impact a woman's ability to achieve
3: the maximum success? You know, I think one of the struggles we have as women is taking the time to clarify exactly what it is we're trying to achieve.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm not
3: saying you're going to be able to sit down and envision the the perfect solution and that it will never change, but if you don't have any idea – of what your destination is, or if you have an idea of what the destination is, but you don't have a roadmap, that's one of the challenges that I see so often, having great ideas but no plan on how to bring those ideas to reality. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's something that is the foundation of our success. Think about what it is that you want. I often find that people are so rushed and hurried in life that they won't even sit back and take the time to identify what it is that they want. They know what other people think is good for them, but I mean, what is it that you want? And what's the first step you can take in getting there? You don't have to have it all mapped out, but think about step one. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I think that that is a critical point uh, where you said that
2: oftentimes we don't really take the time that we need to do that. I know coming uh, from the network marketing world or MLM or what what whatever term people are most comfortable with, one of the first mm-hmm. things we would say, and that that would be the same for insurance. You know, at that time things are changing now, but one of the things we would say, the first thing you need to do is create a list of uh, individuals that you would. Like to share this opportunity with, and most people would stop right there. Um, right. That list would be five, ten people, and they continue to call those five, same five, ten people and would not explore, would not go through their phone book, would not go through all the different avenues to think of people. And it's the same today in mm-hmm. any business. Um, you've got to think about those resources and. And and like you said, just really draw it out, write it on paper. It doesn't have to be perfect. Right. Uh, it doesn't have to be in a a structured format, but at least uh, take that time to to sketch it out. I think I think that's a very good point.
3: You know, that's a a really good message that you're sharing, Deborah. Because something I challenge my clients to do, and for mm-hmm. those who work with me and it's new, it seems to be a stretch, and that's good. I say I Mm -hmm. want you to immediately identify your top 100. Mm -hmm. You need 100 people minimum that Mm -hmm. you can at least share what your vision is Mm -hmm. and clearly understanding the value that we offer to others, um, Mm -hmm. what is different as a result of our engagement and maximizing that value. It's like an example I always use is in the virtual arena We're always trying to get folks to follow us, friend us, link up with us, sign up to get something that we have. But what I consistently see as a shortcoming is why, why should I? What value Mm -hmm. will that link, that connection, that following, that friend, that that information that you're going to send to me, what value will it add to me, Mm
1: -hmm. the person who's
3: going to take the time to make that connection? And so we have to be clear about understanding the value that we offer to others. And when you understand what you provide and how that can help them and you're able to maximize that value, your connection is automatically on a different level.
2: You know, that that is so true. Um, You know, I remember a lot of times uh, we do uh, in uh, some of the workshops and exercise where we ask people to write top 50 things you want out of life is money Mm -hmm. with no object. Mm -hmm. 50. Right. (laughs) And again, uh, just to stop and take that time to do that, it's like, huh? What do you mean? What do mm-hmm. I want? You, it, it's, it's like three, five people, three to five, um, on average, they stop at five. Right. And, and you could say, okay, this is a homework assignment, come back, and, and nobody <laughs> would come back because mm-hmm. it actually takes time to think. It takes time to think and to map it out. I, I, I really love that uh, concept. And the connections, uh, you know, that you talk about, it's, it's more than just passing the cards out. It's more than right. just become my friend, like you said. What are some mm-hmm. other things that people can do when they are forming um, those or building those relationships? How can we do that effectively to maximize the win-win for everybody?
3: You know, I I think about ways to build relationships. And first of all, if, if I'm out in a business development event or networking in a certain arena, one thing that I'm clear about is everyone in the room is not my client. They're not my prospective client, not necessarily.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: If I'm going to maximize my time and really build relationships, then first of all, I, I'm not going to reach out to you only when I have something to sell to you. There are there's lots of information that I can share with someone that might be helpful that doesn't cost me a thing and doesn't cost them a thing. Somebody share with me, it is my responsibility to share some of that information with other people. And so I try to maintain relationships every every week on my calendar. What I put on my calendar gets done. On Fridays of every week, unless I have a heavy travel schedule and then I shift it to another day, I am reaching out either by telephone, by email, um, scheduling lunch with someone just to sit down, connect, and understand what's important to them, what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. And what I found is just the, the natural order of relationships when we show a, a genuine interest in other people and then we offer the value that we have that may be able to meet their needs they remember us for that. That's how that's how I'm able to set myself apart in business. I am not going to try to hard sell you anything. If I have to work that hard for it, then maybe it's not that valuable to you. But I try to make sure a practice that I have is consistently reaching out. Hey, I was just thinking for you. How thinking about you? How's everything going for you? Um, I might connect in the virtual media, social media, uh, send a note, just checking up. And I keep a continuous cycle of communications with people that I've known and met or people that I've never met but just able to share some value with them. And I think that's critical, staying in touch, not just when you need something
2: that That is important, um and I think that really comes from the mindset that you have as well. I was reading something today and just confirming the state of mind that we have to have an understanding that we are we do live in an abundant world, that there mm-hmm. is an abundance, that the resources are plentiful, even if you know we say that uh the the atmosphere is dissipating and things are changing yet the universe or God or the source that we have is so powerful that it's going to create something different in that place that we need to supplement that. So there's never a lack. And I think if we come from that mindset, you know, understanding that what's for me is for me and that, I, you know, what someone else has, they can't take it away from me, even Mm -hmm. if they try to duplicate. What do you say? When you see people that may want to emulate or you feel like, uh, oh, they're copying, or do you have that mindset? You
1: know, what do
2: you, you say know, to people that have that conversation? They don't want to share. You they know? don't want
3: to share. They're closed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I understand the, the core principles of how you make money in business.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: I also understand that no one can be like you and do exactly what you do the way that you do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, too often what I see is um, I think I was reading um, an article just a couple of days ago where they were talking about Anderson Cooper who was going to have his own talk show somewhere in the near future and the question was posed to Oprah Winfrey do you think he's going to be the next Oprah Winfrey and she says no I do not I think he's going to be the next Anderson Cooper
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: and I, I look at leaders who have that type of mindset. And I choose not to expend and, and encourage others to not expend your energy on what people are mimicking or what people are saying because nothing that we're doing is new. Everything that we're doing is a regenerated, recreated idea that has just continued to grow and and metamorphosize over time. So nothing that we're really doing doing is that unique. And, and there are very few leaders that we see who are introducing extremely new concepts. Most of them are built on something that has already existing existed, including what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I don't get caught up in um, what people are are doing that is similar. As a matter of fact... I welcome partnerships with people who have goals that are similar to mine and working with clients that are similar to mine because there is nothing like the power of partnerships. There are opportunities that I've had in business that I would have never had had I not partnered with someone to go after that business. And so um, there's just too much power in partnerships to be concerned about what other people are doing or what they can take away from me. No one can take what I have. What's for me is for me. I just need to get out and work with it. What I do see, though, is people who get upset and say, I was going to do that, but Mm -hmm. she did it first or he did it first. So, you know, the only difference between you and that person is the fact Mm -hmm. that they did it, and Mm -hmm. that's what we need to do, just get up. And like Nike says, just do it. (laughs) <laughs> Just do it. Just do it.
2: Yeah, you know, we talked about that at the beginning of the show, that a lot of times fear of the unknown. What do you see, you know, um, fear? How, what type of role does that play, or do you think it plays a role in someone's success or achieving the maximum success that they can achieve?
3: You know, fear is not something that I choose to embrace.
1: hmm
3: I uh, just came from vacation. We took the month of December off and, and traveled abroad, which it was just always is a blessing. And um, I say my my body doesn't like heights, but my mind <laughs> ignores my body.
0: And every
3: country that we went to, I ended up at the top of a mountain over wow. and over again. And I, like I said, my body doesn't like it. And I, I chose to embrace what I saw at the top of every mountain I was on. Right, 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 I might have been uncomfortable,
1: uh-huh.
2: but
3: I refuse to let fear be a barrier to my success. Uh, uh-huh. I just refuse to let it be something that keeps me from living this life as fully as I can, and so I say, be comfortable with being uncomfortable, but uh-huh. don't fall prey to fear.
2: Yeah, do it anyway because, yeah. I mean, that's that's real because with all of the success that you experience, you are saying that you have fear. You just choose not to embrace it. And I think that's the difference there where people say, well, oh, it's easy for you to do. Or it's, a lot of times even in positions um, that you find ourselves in, in leadership positions or someone who is a high achiever, the impression is that that person mm-hmm. does not need anything <laughs> because right. you do things in the face of fear. But that's the difference. You just do it anyway, regardless.
3: I love because to speak. Every time before I walk onto a stage or in a room full of people to speak, I have butterflies in my stomach every single time without fail. Uh-huh. Now, most people say, I don't see that. Well, I know what I feel, and it's there, and it's good that they don't see it. Uh-huh. But what I do is I take that step, and once I get on the stage or or step in front of the room, I have no option except uh-huh. to deliver excellence. Uh-huh. And it's it's the... If we stop in the midst of fear or discomfort, that's where the problem occurs. It's walking through it. Um, I I was in a boot camp a couple of years ago, a little over a year ago, and I'm not, by habit or past performance, a runner. And the first thing we had to do at the beginning of that boot camp was at 530 in the morning was run a half mile. And I thought, oh, I got this. I can do a half mile. That doesn't sound bad. Well, I was losing my breath. My legs were tired. I thought, I am going to die. (laughs) <laughs> and I was always the last person to come across that line for that time to run every every single session. Mm-hmm. But I got better, and mm-hmm. now that's my morning exercise three or four days a week. So a half mile is just my warm up now.
0: But it's a All matter right. of
3: pressing through it. Yeah, it, that's what built my endurance. It was mm-hmm. a matter of pressing through it in the midst of the discomfort.
2: In the midst of the discomfort, I love that, Mm -hmm. pressing through it, because there are going to be challenges, I mean, uh, or you could tell me. I mean, has it been all easy and rosy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
3: I wish I could say it was. Um, I came out of a corporate career. I'd been in the corporate arena for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. There were very few opportunities that I didn't get a chance to take advantage of, Um, so I I consider that a tremendous blessing. And one day I decided today is the day. Now, I had been planning, but I decided today is the day that I make the break and remove this net because it's not as safe as I might want to think it is Mm -hmm. and venture out completely into this business 100%. And there were times when I would sit in my office and I would say, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but I just can't see it right now. Mm -hmm. and I could have stopped and um, gotten into a mindset of deceit and victimization, but that's just not who I am. That's not who I choose to be. Mm -hmm. And I just, Mm -hmm. I I believe that if you keep moving, keep working, even when you can't see clearly where you're going, and sometimes you can hardly see it at all, uh, that's what kept me um, afloat during some of the, toughest economic times that our country or this world has seen. And so, yeah, there are tough times, but what do you do? You keep moving because a lot of folks will stop during tough times. How do you set yourself apart? Keep moving. Keep Keep being visible. Keep Keep engaging with people. Keep showing your value.
2: Mhm, mm-hmm. I love it. Keep moving. And, and when we take this short break, we're going to come back um, and talk about your book that you have, Marketing Brand You Moving from Chaos to Clarity. I love that title. <laughs> Thank you. Because a lot of times things can seem chaotic when you're in the midst of it. You're in that storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of flying often. and And when you are flying in weather or inclement weather and you've got that layer, you've come down to the cloud layer and you can't see, you're just trusting, you know, that the pilot can really see and they're using their instruments and once you come to beyond that next level where you keep going, then you can see, you know, it's clarity there, but in the midst of it, it's rough, it's turbulence, it's rough air. And so I I really want to learn more about this moving from chaos to clarity and share that with our audience because we know a lot of people probably feel that way today, but we want them to gain the knowledge that you don't have to stay there, that that's, that's a process and it's a purpose. Uh, to everything. So we are here live on Wealthy Sisters. Our very fabulous and special guest today is Miss Laverne Beatty. You can visit her at ww We'll be right back.
0: Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M Alexander and Associates Incorporated, toll free at one eight seven seven or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net
4: did you know the IRS will currently reimburse you 55 cents for every business mile you drive? Stop struggling with mileage logs and start turning your vehicle mileage into cash. TrackLog is the first comprehensive automatic mileage recording solution. Turn this small device on, easily track your mileage, and keep more of your money in your pocket. Purchase your TrackLog today at T-R-A-K-L-O-G-G.com. That's T-R-A-K-L-O-G-G.com.
2: We are live back on Wealthy Sisters, and our very special guest today is Ms. LeFern Beatty of the Beatty Group. We're excited to have her as always on our show today, and she is the author of the phenomenal book uh, "Marketing Brand to You: Moving from Chaos to Clarity." And we'll be right back after this one more commercial break, and we're going to learn more about that phenomenal book.
4: Would you like to reach quality professionals, expose your products and services to thousands on a monthly basis, advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today.
2: Hello and welcome back to Wealthy Sisters. You can always tune in to our shows, our archive shows at www.wealthysisters.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-N.com. If you've got any questions today of our special guests, please feel free to dial 347 We don't want to forget about you either. So if you got any questions, please let us know. So, Miss LaFern, tell yes. us about this book, Marketing Brand New, Moving from Chaos to Clarity. Congratulations, first of all, thank on the book.
3: Thank you so and, much. Uh,
2: uh, thank
3: you, second of all, for writing the book. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it was a labor of love.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, mm-hmm. Marketing Brand New, Moving from Chaos to Clarity, is a resource, and a it's a workbook within a book. So um, it's designed to help you get some information and tips and practical ways to implement, as well as help you while you're doing that workout and clarify what some of your challenges are. So if you're in a business that needs a little bit of a tune-up or you're looking at starting a business and want a solid foundation, or you're in a career that's not quite as fulfilling as it once was or as you would desire for it to be, we wanted to share um, as an extension of the Beatty Group through the book that I wrote ways to help you clarify your values, your skills, and the attributes that you possess that others desire, and really to get you thinking about some of the things that we've been talking about earlier. um, We provide in this book, I provide specific um, steps that you can take to increase your your branding quotient, um, looking at who you need on your team to help market the brand that is you. I don't care if you're a professional Mm -hmm. or whether you're leading a business, owning a business. You are an extension of that organization, and so strengthening the brand begins with the individual. We talk about something called a professional portfolio that you put together that helps you understand and then communicate the brand that uh, provides the value within your organization. And then we share some specific tips about how to position yourself as a market leader. We come in, I come into this writing project believing that everyone has extraordinary potential. And through research that I've done, clients that I've worked with, feedback that I've received, I've taken all of that and tried to put it into something that's comprehensive, useful, not overwhelming, something that's practical, and something that you can immediately implement.
2: Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. What What is your favorite chapter and title of that chapter in the book?
3: Mm, I would have to say my favorite chapter would have to be um, understanding the brand. Um, We start out, and and, uh, people define brands um, in this environment in so many different ways. Right. But the favorite chapter of mine is what's in a brand. I look at branding as an inside-out exercise as an inside out way of presenting yourself in your business. Mm. It's not about the gloss, it's about the content. Oh, and, my. wow. And, and so that's how we view in our company, that's how we view branding. You can mm-hmm. tell me anything that you want about what you deliver and what that means to me. But Mm -hmm. unless you're able to do that, unless you're able to sustain that within Mm -hmm. yourself or within an organization, then Mm -hmm. all you've given me is a tagline. So we're Mm -hmm. talking about an emotional promise of an experience from the Mm -hmm. inside out, and that's my favorite because it is the fundamentals of what branding looks like.
1: Mhm.
2: That is true because today, you know, you do hear a lot about brand and um a lot of times that old saying that we say you don't judge a book by the cover or mm-hmm. you know what's, what's always shiny what what's glitters is not always gold. I That's mean, right. we have the technology today to literally, literally create um The life that you want Right there with the computer Right (laughs) And you can You know You can create that image And I think a lot of times People do get that uh, Image part of it Which we can't negate That that's very important now Mm -hmm. It's extremely important But like you're saying If you don't have anything To back it up And if that content Is not there The inside Working inside Outside I love it That's Because that seems to me, you know, what's what's the foundation? What's going to be on the in, inside of you is what's going to last anyway. That will that will outshine on the outside anyway.
3: Exactly, and you know, mm-hmm. we offer um, an assessment in the book. I put an assessment to help the reader quickly in twenty questions identify how strong his or her brand is. And I I think it's good to know where you are so that you're not just leaping out there and kind of blindly going after what it is you think you want, but being very clear up front, building a strong foundation, understanding what that foundation is supposed to look like. We are in a a society that wants something quick, fast, tell me on one sheet how I can make it happen. And the reality is that's just not how it works. It takes work to build a brand. Um, It takes work to turn a brand around, Toyota, BP, even Ford. Uh, So it takes work, and we have to expect that, and then do the work that it takes to communicate the brand that we want others to see and experience.
2: Now, I want to just reiterate to our audience that uh, Ms. Lafirm Beatty is not someone that's just speaking. She's someone that actually lives this, uh, and, and shares with top fortune one hundred corporations that are her clients. So mm-hmm. we're not uh referring to although we love JJ's rib shack and we love the local <laughs> barbershop which is very important. <laughs> I need to be visiting one today. <laughs> so but uh, <laughs> uh we're talking about some major corporations that uh she's sharing this information with and who are implementing it and having success. Uh, as well. So, how can they get your book? Where can we find it?
3: If you go online to the Beatty Group, that's T H E B A T I E group.com, uh, under our products, the book is there for you to order. Uh if you have any questions or concerns, you can certainly call our office at 877-264-7699. But that's the com, and uh we'd be more than glad to share that resource with you.
2: All right. Wonderful. Well, if you don't mind, we're going to go to our lines. They are lighting up here. This is a packed out uh, show as well. Uh, definitely, if you've got any questions, please dial three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. Press 1. And if you're in the chat room, you like to send us a quick message, we will be able to uh, send that to Miss Beatty as well. But let's go. I think this is a Pennsylvania number. We want to open the lines. Please state your name and where you're calling from and say hello to Mr. Fern Beatty.
3: Hello, my name is Cherie Bailey and I'm calling from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hello, Welcome Cherie. To hello, hello. I had a question on the broadcast. You were just speaking about being a megapreneur.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. And
3: I was told by, you know, one of our elders, sometimes we're so good at so many things, we're never great at anything. Do you Mm -hmm. think it's more important, you know, when you're first starting out with with a business to establish a solid foundation before you begin to add on other tasks or other businesses? Is it more important to kind of focus on one thing? Or if you're good, you know, at writing books and, you know, photography and, and different types of things, is it okay to explore various avenues all at one time?
2: That's a great question.
3: You know, I my suggestion is and thank you very much for the question because it is something that I commonly see not just in small businesses but in large corporations as well. My advice is to master something. And uh we get so excited about the businesses that we are developing or the ones that we're in that we want, you know, we have this great vision and we want to implement everything at once. And so we want all the pie right now. Well, it's hard to ingest a whole pie all at once. But if you take one slice at a time and become good at that and start developing a strong brand around that and then move on to something once you've pretty much got a good handle on it, because we think uh, an error sometimes we think about a business as being, just what we're going to provide to someone else, there is so much work that goes into a business. the finances the the back end of the business, the business development, all of just the regular day to day who's going to answer the phone, take the calls, answer the emails pick up the mail all of that information has to be addressed in the business. so my suggestion is find something that you're that you're good at and that you can add value to someone through. And become very good and mastered in that. And once you have your credibility in that area, it's easier to add something else to it. And it's it's not as overwhelming because when we become overwhelmed, we procrastinate, we become stressed out about it, and we just don't get anything done.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a great point. And I also learned um, as well, I had an interview with a gentleman who's been in business over 50 years, and we were talking about people. And I love the point that he made that the people, you know, we can't stress that enough who you surround yourself with on your team. And you've talked about that too, Lafern, mm-hmm. about the people you have on your team and and how you're able to successfully implement or execute those different businesses. What do you think about, you know, that? or? Have more thoughts on that, as far as the people and the team that
3: you have. the people who are on this team are critical to the success of the business. I lead the business, I had a vision about what the business looks like, but I need help in making that happen. Mm-hmm. I have a professional a, a, an advisory board, a personal advisory board, a team mm-hmm. of individuals who will tell me the truth. When nobody else is willing to
1: mm-hmm.
3: um they are willing to stretch me, they will ask questions, they will um, make me think thoroughly about ideas, because when you're a visionary, those ideas come so quickly that yes, they, they do. <laughs> uh, help slow me down because sometimes mm-hmm. that's what I need, but they they stretch me. And so I intentionally made sure that I built a circle around me of people who have my best interests at heart, but that doesn't mean that they won't tell me the truth. And I don't always receive it um, easily, but I always Mm -hmm. receive it respectfully because I appreciate what they do. So from that to the support team that we have, administration, uh, anyone who helps us with sales and marketing, those individuals are critical to the business's success. And so I I try to connect with people who understand the vision and and believe in the vision but are also willing to help execute that vision in ways that I might not have thought about. Well,
2: that's that's very key. Tell me this as well. You know, when we talk about uh, business and we're talking about support and leadership and development, what lessons, do you see uh, are really important to to learn or what other tips would you like to share with our audience regarding that uh, business and leadership development?
3: It's challenging to lead a business
1: mm-hmm.
3: and be afraid of leadership, of being a leader. Mm. Uh, mm. Sometimes we want the business and what we perceive comes with the business, but we don't want no. to be the leader. Forgive me for
2: interrupting you, too, because let's, let's kind of back up. What? How do you define leadership? And then we go back to that question.
3: Leadership is not the role that you're in, but it's how you execute what you do, what you're responsible for.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And
3: so our organization is built uh, with all different types of leaders. Everyone mm-hmm. is a leader in their respective roles. Sometimes we wait for the position before we want to show that we're the leader. I believe that you need to uh, exude those capabilities before you get the opportunity. And so whether you're the receptionist today and one day you want to own the business or one day you want to build the business, do what you do now to the best of your ability with excellence. And to me, that's a leader. (laughs) So it's how you do what you do, not what you're called
1: Mhm,
2: I love it. It's the execution of it, okay, mm-hmm. so back to that question, then you know what those roles look like or the the steps or lessons
3: we need to learn or take in order well, to do that habit that in business i um I love uh Nelson Mandela and I've read both of his autobiographies and really uh, looked at him as a leader and something that I appreciate and I wake up every day and and, and remind myself that this is what it means to lead a business is understanding that you cannot do it alone. Even Mm -hmm. if you're the visionary and this is your baby and you have great ideas, you can never do it alone, so you have to understand that it is critical to have a team of people who are around you, and I think that's that's the first point. Um, the second point I would make is a leader is a servant. And uh, often we see folks who get caught up in the the title and uh, mm-hmm. wanting the recognition as the leader, but a leader serves, and mm-hmm. through that service other people will follow. hmm uh, what you are oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead, no go ahead,
2: Mm-mm, no, 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 go ahead, I want you to finish that, but, thought. But so
3: other people will follow you, and they will recognize what it is that you provide for them. The best leaders in my life have been people who made me feel like I could do anything that I set out to do without trying to pounded into my head, and then they showed it to me through their living and their execution. So I had something to follow, and that's what you have to be. You have to be someone that other people want to follow and consider it a compliment when someone mimics what you're trying to do. Mm, I love it. it.
1: Not
2: living on the defense.
3: Right, consider, right. yeah,
2: not living on the defense, but mm-hmm. to consider it a compliment. I mean, when well, they say imitation is the best form of flattery, the highest form of flattery, that's
3: right <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: what when we talk about leadership, we know what are some of the challenges that you see uh leaders face? And do you think, you know, that the, you, we hear those stories that the higher you crawl or climb, what have you,
3: mm-hmm. that
2: the more lonelier it gets? What's your thought on that?
3: You know, I think that uh, one of the challenges that many leaders face, and I experienced it um, throughout my career, when you're mm-hmm. trying to set yourself apart and really be a, a strong, good, positive role model for other people to follow, It it, it can be lonely, Mm -hmm. but that's because we have this mindset of the need to be surrounded by lots of people who always support us and always encourage us. It is good to have just a handful of people. It might be one person, and some days it might just be yourself, Mm -hmm. who share something encouraging with you, uh, who will always be consistent. It's not about the the volume, the quantity of the people mm-hmm. who are around you and, and supporting you. It's about the quality of people who will um, help nurture you as a leader. Uh, I'm not done as a leader. I believe that it is an ongoing process, and I desire to only get better, so I have to continue leaving myself open to the developmental experience into learning more. But it's important that that you not expect that everybody is always going to applaud what you're doing or understand or support what you're doing. The greater the visibility, the greater the likelihood that you're going to come under attack. Expect Mm it Mm -hmm. and keep moving. Wow. Don't get upset about it. I expect persecution. When I'm doing something that's really good If I'm not hearing anything negative Then I must not be doing anything positive You're nervous so, about it You get, yes. you get
2: nervous <laughs> You know minutes. I think it.
3: And, and, and everybody's being too nice What's,
2: what's going right? on here <laughs> uh, Someone
3: asked, asked me one day How do you handle your haters I said uh-huh. haters I give them no time that's right. <laughs> I give them no time. I, I don't. That's not where I choose to invest Oops. my mindset, mm-hmm. my mental capital.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, love it. It. Capital. I love it. Mental capital. I love it. Oh. Mental capital—that's a word we gotta—we gotta phrase that. The mental capital well, because mental that, capital. thats the most important capital we can have because everything starts with the mind. It starts that's with right. our thinking and how we see ourselves and and how we internalize everything. I love that mental capital. Mm-hmm. Yes, our special guest today on Wealthy Sisters is the, Vern, the Fern Beatty. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back. We have about eight minutes left in the show. want to get some more final thoughts from her as well. And uh, I know some of you all are tuned in to find out who the top nominees are. We're going to share that when we come back for the Professional Black Woman's Businesswoman of the Year. It's going to be a great one. we got some phenomenal names here. I'm very, very proud to be able to announce that. Uh, in a few moments, so stay tuned again. You are tuned in to Wealthy Sisters.
0: Are you an entrepreneur who is always running out of time? Do you wish you had more hours in a day? My name is Rita Cartwright, and I'm a virtual assistant and owner of RJ's Word Processing Services. Start using your time wisely by outsourcing your administrative tasks to me, your virtual assistant. For more information, contact me today, toll free at 866-651-3073 or visit my website at rjswordprocessing.com.
4: Are you seeking stronger partnerships to leverage your strengths? Need to develop more winning strategies of success? Ready to increase your knowledge in the areas of investing, marketing, health and wellness, and the Green Initiative? Then join us for the second annual Winner's Summit Conference and Expo, March 18th, 19th, 2011. Meet hundreds of professional women from all over the world. We provide savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Reserve your space today at www.winnersummit.com or call 1-800-917-9435, extension 805.
2: That's right, the Winner's Summit is also. here. Are down to 60 days, just about. And if you haven't gotten your ticket, I'm telling you, you are going to be upset. If you want to be there. This is going to be the best
0: event of all events. When I tell you, we have a phenomenal, I just Mr. Burn Maine, who is
1: just the offering of
2: We also have little Bridge for the best known from Oprah's Dead Diet. We have about making those right connections. Linda Clements, who is a master sales strategist and a body language expert. Ladies, she's going to be teaching you some real good tips on that body language and how you can also close those deals. We also have Victoria Gates, who's just been added, and she is a news anchor and is going to share with us how we can use the press the press now that's free they use the press to build our business even a powerful workshop career workshop for executives those individuals who are tired of hitting the glass ceiling in corporate america and you want to break through it get to those senior level positions abby Locke is going to be there and you do not want to miss it she is certified in just about everything you can think of when it comes to HRs. So we have a powerful powerful three-day event, the cruise, the entertainment, the millionaire luncheon where you can actually sit down in an intimate session with documented millionaire sisters. Tell me where you have that opportunity where you can talk, you can ask questions. See, it's all about being in that environment, being around those people. This event is for you. If you are serious about your business, if you are serious about success, you have to be there March 17th through the 19th. 18, that's at the Baltimore Marriott in the harbor. That's go to the website ww. dot That's like a champion, the winner, because you are the winnersummit com. The summit dot com. Fern in uh, yeah, about five minutes left in the show, tell us what they can expect. From you and the Winter Summit, I know you were a participant last year. You were yes. a, a registrant. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your your insight on the on the conference.
3: You can certainly expect to be connected with women who are excited about, serious about, and already mm-hmm. doing some phenomenal business. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many people that I've talked with. We had a group come to Maryland from Florida, who talked about the connections that they've made and they've continued to maintain contact and how it has helped them experience tremendous success in their business in one year. Some folks who went from having a little bit of idea to really doing some phenomenal things in their business, this is certainly an event that you do not want to meet. You have to invest in your development. I've never heard of a harvest that's been reaped without a seed having been planted. And so you have to be willing to plant a seed in order to reap the harvest within your personal and business development. So don't miss it.
2: Don't miss it, definitely. And I know that they are going to have the opportunity to meet you firsthand. So that is in itself is going to be an awesome opportunity uh, as well. And we've got some phenomenal announcements. Uh, The grand prize that uh, is going to be, a free registration for the Winter Summit 2012 and not only is that going to include your registration but a cruise because woo we are setting sail next year and so you will get your cruise out uh, to the Bahamas on the Norwegian Cruise Line and uh so hey you got to get registered right away the wintersummit.com as well so now we also know Mr. Fern that uh on Thursday of uh, this week We are having a major, major announcement with the conference call for the professional black woman, and you are going to share some information on that call as well. We're excited about it. I'm going to keep my lips shut. I won't say anything. <laughs> but I want to give out that number to everyone now. It's 218-339-2500. That's 218-339-2500, and it's going to be PIN number 104 Six two nine five one zero four six two nine five. We will post that. We will email that out. Um it'll be on Facebook. We'll send out the tweet messages. You wanna be on that call to hear what the future is holding for the professional black woman. That's going to be at 9 p.m. this Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Now, if I should have had my drum roll set up here, for those of you all who are tuned into the show and you want to know who the top – three nominees are for the Professional Black Woman of the Year 2011. This is going to be voted on by the Professional Black Woman. You have to be a member. Uh, you have to be a part of the platform there at www.thepbw.com or um, you can also vote if you're a member of the group and you are a serious focus member. We we don't want just people <laughs> joining just to, to vote, but um, those individuals who are part Will be voting on drum roll Miss L. Denise Jackson or Dr. Susan Flowers or Miss Cherie Cofield. Again, that is Miss L. Denise Jackson, Dr. Susan Flowers, and Miss Cherie Cofield. Congratulations. You all are the top nominees. For the professional black woman businesswoman of the year, and you are going to be sharing one of you will be sharing that platform with the legends of recipient this year, who happens to be Miss Sheila Johnson, who is very humble, she does like not like this fact brought out, but she was actually the first black female billionaire with a b i didn 't say millionaire first black billionaire female billionaire miss sheila johnson you can go to the pbw.com and and look at her bio on there as well 60 seconds left in the show mr fern what -hmm. would you like to say You know, twenty seconds or less.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I encourage everyone to uh, take on something that's important to you this year, and that might mean you have to give something up. But take it on. Be clear about what you're going to do with that particular goal, and execute to the fullest.
2: I love it. I love it. Well, this has been another great episode of Wealthy Sisters. Stay tuned. Next week we'll be here the same time, 12 noon Eastern. And you can always catch this show if you miss part of it or any of our other shows at www. Wealthysisters.com We thank you for tuning in Congratulations to Eldenise Jackson, Dr. Susan Flowers And Miss Cherie Cofield We know it's going to be a great battle Everybody's going to be voting this week And the winner will be announced on next week's show Continue to strive for the absolute best Know that you deserve to win You are a natural born winner And we will see you next week Thank you for tuning in.
0: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardin our host next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive Wealthy Sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time.